Viola is named after my grandmother. After I was able to convince her to try cannabis, she ain't like she's ready to stop. So I was like, all right, grandma, I think that's enough. And she turns around and she's crying. She's like, I'm healed. I haven't been able to read the words in my Bible in over three years. And she can't really understand what's going on and the fact that I'm trying to build a legacy brand with her name on it. They got a break here, four on two. Harrington over LeBron! Al Harrington with a lefty spike over King James. Oh, yeah, so that 20-second timeout by Don Nelson, absolutely worth it as the love to Goodness gracious, Al Harrington. Like the war on drugs really destroyed the black community. It took some of the best and brightest people I know off the street and put them in an environment where options and opportunities were no longer available to them. This plant was demonized for nothing, so it's now it's our job to change the way people look at it. Hey, what's up, man? It's first smoke of the day. We're back again. Episode 77 today. It's your boy, Pat Gods, here with my co-host, Blackleaf. What up? What up? Man, today we got a special, special guest, the big dog, Al <laughs> Harrington with Viola. How are you, bro? I'm good, my boys. What's up with y'all? Man, you brought the heat, too. Like, first thing I see is this bag with the yacht, and it's like a clear bag. That's yeah, dope man. as hell. Yeah, collab with my man, uh, my man Primo from Brickle Boys down in Miami. That's fucking trying fire. to keep it sexy, bro. No wonder I like it, man. That shit's <laughs> dope as hell, bro. I've seen that. I was like, yeah, I like that a lot. Stand out. I haven't seen no shit like that. And then the sideways one, like it's yeah. like going sideways and oh, shit. The ones that are logo off the chain. The yeah, product bro. is dope, man. And we've been seeing it everywhere. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. It's that, dope man. to see, like, you know. And I think probably the biggest thing people want to know is like, how's it do like Al Harrington getting the weed game? You know what I mean? Man, but well, we got to bring it all the way back, <laughs> all the way back, the and, way go, back. and go back before that. And it's like, you know, what, what was growing up like and stuff? Yeah, man. Like, so I grew up in Orange, New Jersey. And, you know, I've definitely had a lot of family members that have struggled with addiction. You know what I'm saying? So for like, most times I held my grandma is always talking shit about my uncles and my cousins because, you know, they druggies or whatever or alcoholics and everything. So I stayed away from it. You know what I'm saying? And obviously I'm an 80s baby. So I grew up with the dare dog and say no to drugs and the cracking the egg and the frying pan. I, that's my era, you know. So I was completely afraid of it. You know what I'm saying? And the first time when I started to change my opinion on it was when I actually got drafted. Because when I got drafted, I went to the Pacers and we had our first training camp in Florida. And uh, as a rookie, you got all the rookie duties and shit, which means do every fucking thing. Get the cars clean, go to the store, everything. Bring their dirty laundry, the whole shit. So when we got to Orlando, they called me. He's like, Rook, we need you to go to the store. So I go knock on the door to go into the room. When I go in, it's a Chief and Chong moment, like smoke come out the door and shit. And I walk in, I'm like, the fuck? So it's a couple players in there. And they like, Rook, you know, go get, you know, baby wipes, all kind of dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? So I walked out of there like, damn, these motherfuckers smoking weed and shit. We got practice tomorrow, first practice and shit. And all I remember, bro, the next day of practice, everybody that was in there was smoking was killing. Everybody, like, they was balling so much. I had me thinking, like, maybe I need to start smoking so I could get nice like this. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But that's when I started to just realize that, like, 
the whole stigma behind cannabis was like totally false. Cause you know, we were taught that you smoke weed, you end up, you know, it's a gateway drug, we end up smoking crack. And if we all ever seen a crackhead, I don't think any of us inspired to be crackheads. So it was enough to scare me away from it completely. But seeing these dudes smoke changed my mind. You know what I'm saying? And not that I wanted to smoke, but just that I had been lied to, you know, but it all came together for me. Uh, shit, I think my 11th year in the league, you know what I'm saying? I was playing in Denver. My uh, 79 year old grandmother at the time came to see me play. She uh, got there, you know, brought her bags downstairs, you know, went and brought her bag back up. And as I was bringing, I could hear it was shaking. It was pills. So she put it on the counter. She come upstairs. She started taking all this medication. And I was just like, Grandma, why are you taking so much medication? And she was just like, boy, I got everything. I got high blood pressure, diabetes, glaucoma, all these different things. But when she said glaucoma, it stuck out to me because I was reading the newspaper and you from Colorado. So you remember that era of like, you know, how it was like looked at as real medicine. That's at one point, push, it yeah. was really medicine. So I read an article that cannabis could cure a glaucoma patient. So I started telling her about it. And then she was like, well, what is cannabis? And I was like, it's marijuana weed. She was like, reefer? She's like, boy, you out your damn mind. I ain't smoking no reefer. <laughs> <laughs> and she just started laughing. And she's like, I can't believe you're trying to get me high. She's like, what yeah. I was going to do is make me hungry the whole thing. So literally the next day I come home from uh, shoot around mm-hmm. and she's sitting in the kitchen and she complaining about her eyes and saying how bad they hurt. So I was like, well, grandma, look, you're in a legal market. Why don't we just try the cannabis? I was like, this would be our secret. I won't tell nobody. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, my eyes hurt so bad today. I'll try anything. So, you know, telling people like my grandmother's background, like, you know, she just recently died like a little over a month ago. Oh, and man. like, you know, man, obviously it's piece. very sad, but why I'm not really sad is I know she's going to heaven because mm-hmm. like she lived that kind of life, bro. Like in church every Sunday, she made the communion bread. She collected all the, the offering, you know, mm-hmm. everything. And, you know, for her to be open-minded enough to try cannabis and I have her try it, hour and a half later, I go check on her and, you know, the, she's downstairs crying, reading her Bible. And she told me that was the first time she read the words in her Bible in over three and a half years. So, Literally, I walk in the room and like she's bawling and I'm just like, you serious, grandma? <laughs> and she's like, God gave me my sight back. Everything is so clear, the whole thing. And that's where everything changed for me, the way I view this plant that we about to sit here and talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that it helped a 79 year old woman, God fearing woman, when like cannabis and religion probably has nowhere, they shouldn't even be in the same conversation. And like for me, it brought it home. You know what I'm saying? And ever since that day, man, I've just been on this quest of just like trying to change the way cannabis is perceived for everybody, because I really believe that cannabis is a healer. And I think it could, you know, bring the world together, mm-hmm. heal the world, essentially. You know what I'm saying? I think that if we all smoked weed, shit just not as bad as we, we think it is. You know what I'm saying? And um, and on the medicinal side of it, you know, obviously I've had a bunch of surgeries and, you know, so I use cannabis literally to deal with all my health issues. I had COVID twice. I smoked more weed, got through it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I just, I, that's how much I believe in the plant. And, you know, I just really enjoy having opportunities like this to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? With people that love the plant as well. You know what I'm saying? And we're doing God's work at the end of the day. You know, it could be cool or whatever, how you perceive it. But to me, we're doing the work that God wanted this plant to be the whole time. I agree. To be able to do that for someone in your family and change their course of life as far as like how they live and how happy they are living day to day. That's, I mean, that's like the ultimate 
uh, reason cannabis is around and was pushed. I mean, yep. th- that was the the big push in Colorado was like, this is a medicinal plant. And there are so many people that use it, even recreationally, it's still medicinal. Yep. Meaning like a lot of people use it for their headspace or for, or at the end of the day, yo, you work 16 hours or 14 hours, you want to smoke a joint instead of have a drink. Right. Like, but for you to be able to do that for your grandma, I mean, that's- yeah. That's nah, to your point, it was quality of life too, you know? Yes. So, you know, pretty much into them into her dying day, man, she still used cannabis, you know what I'm saying? And it just, it just made her better. It made her feel better, you know? Um, and, you know, and I, it is now, it's funny because like, obviously my whole family was like that, but now everybody in my family smokes weed. I was going to say like, that. What do you think now that you got a <laughs> nationwide brand of cannabis? Bro, everybody smokes weed yeah. in my family now, bro. Like everybody, little cousins, and grandma, I have another grandma. Like she sends me pictures all the time of her blowing smoke out of her face. They're like, Uncle Al's got the fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. So it, it's, it's been funny just to see it. Like I remember like my mom and my stepdad, like, you know, they used to fight all the time about him smoking weed. You know what I'm saying? I remember there was times when I was in the NBA, when I would come to their house and I'll be in the kitchen. I'll be like, where dad at? And she'd be like, I don't know. He's somewhere outside. And I would look outside and I see a little red bulb in the trees. <laughs> like he outside <laughs> smoking in the trees. Now my mom is smoking. I'm just like, sometimes, some days I'm like, mom, you can't smoke. Put the weed down. Oh, everything you put my pops through. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But um, it, it, it's, it's, it's dope. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I think that it's also creating an environment for this to be like a family business of mine, too which is really cool. You know what I'm That's saying? That's the dopest part, in my opinion. It's to others. You know what Helping I'm saying? Helping people Especially find their purpose, man. For sure, bro. Like through the plant. Hell yeah. And it's like, no matter where you travel, this should have bring you together. I could I could not know you, have nothing Period. in relation at all. And you see me out there hitting that and now you come up and we yep. get in communication <laughs> Can I hit and that? shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what you saw, <laughs> right, yo, I see you got a, you know, fat joint, bro. What you got rolled up in there? <laughs> yeah. You know, you would though, because you, you, you're in the business and it's just yeah. like, or you smoke and it just... It's that connector. Nah, it is, bro. You just see it through every, every, everywhere, bro. It's, it's that's the dopest part about it, in my I opinion. Am. It's like you said. To, I mean, even like I tell a story about Paul Pierce. You know what I'm saying? So that's my. Oh dog. man, he, and bro, I hated him my whole I, career. I, I hated him. I know. I've seen him. I've seen Pierce at a few poker games out here. Yeah, he's, yeah. That's, that's a character yeah, right there, bro. But he's I, crazy. He's he's at a kid's birthday party. And he was like. I went to go smoke and he came outside. Like, you smoking? Like, yeah, we smoke and now we best friends, bro. Like, wow. I'm telling you, over weed, dog. Just and not, we never had a conversation, nothing. Mm-hmm. Just off smoking, smoking. Now we, every week, what up? You good? Crazy. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how it brings people together, dog. Is, and so, what was your, well, we got to always, I love asking this one. What was your first time ever smoking weed? So, the first time I ever smoked weed, I was in Phoenix with the Warriors. So it was Steven Jackson, Baron Davis, Monte Ellis, um, Matt. So we all sitting in the, we, uh, so what happened was we were, we had won 48 games that year, right? We had just had the We Believe season where we had knocked off Dallas, right? So we coming back the next year thinking we about to go crazy, right? We had a chance to trade for Kevin Garnett. That's a whole nother story that fucking Nelly niched, but we might have won a chip. I think we get KG that year. We was on one, right? So we actually in Phoenix and we need the Clippers to beat the Nuggets. And then all we had to do was beat Phoenix the next night and we would have got the eighth spot again. You understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And we knew we was going to beat Phoenix because that year Monte Ellis used to tear a hole in Steve Nash ass every time <laughs> we played him, bro. Like a 40 ball 
every time Steve Nash had no, they couldn't hide him. Monte Ellis was tearing his ass up. So we know we're going to win the game. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But of course, Clippers lose. Denver's in. So we all so we go back to the hotel. We's eating dinner, whatever. Go back to the hotel. Everybody like, fuck, man, it's some bullshit, whatever. So they like, they start smoking. So I'm in the room. I normally drink. So I'm just sitting there and shit. And he like, how you smoking? I was like, man, I ain't smoking shit. He's like, bro, you smoking, dog. The season over, bro. Smoke, dog. So I'm like, fuck it, man. I, so I hit the cough and this shit. Like, I don't know what they get. And what I realized is I learned about weed. The more you cough, the higher it makes you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I coughed way too much because this shit had me bugging the fuck out. Like, I went to the room, bro. We were supposed to go out. I couldn't go out. I was paranoid. Everything was wrong with the world. I'm thinking, like, these motherfuckers smoke weed to feel like this. This is crazy. Like, why? This is the reason why they smoke. You know what I'm saying? So that was my first time smoking. And uh, that was my experience, bro. Like, it just, it, it made me hella paranoid. So they gave me, obviously, some some shit I need. It shouldn't have been the first time of me smoking. Yeah, some you know good OG, I bet, or something. Bro, they didn't <laughs> yeah. tell me what it was, bro. Did you but, give it a break for a while after that? Yeah, I stopped. I was, I was, I was yeah, like, like why are they that shit? Yeah. <laughs> like, Dude, A lot of people's first times like that. Yeah, yeah And then it'll, it'll come back around in a different way. Right. And it connects to you. Somehow. So it came back for me. Literally, it came back for me where um, I was my co-founder. He had some green ass weed that he had said he had just got from the Bay or whatever. It was just like he, and he was like, it's the first organic and whatever weed he gave me. Right. So he was telling me it wasn't as potent or whatever. So <laughs> that was like the next time that I smoked. But literally, like I. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. Like microdose. That, and, and microdose. Exactly. <laughs> and then that time obviously I had a better experience. Mm-hmm. Right. And then literally like right after that season ends, I have a botched knee surgery or whatever. Um, and shit, I was just fucked up. I had to have, um, I had to have like five different clean out surgeries or whatever for oh, it and wow. shit like that. So they had me on a lot of the opioids and shit just cause you know, keep going back and forth in and out that room is tough. Mm-hmm. But I got to the point where like the shit was just making me feel weird. You know, and just, and then I met this lady named Chloe Villano, which I know you got to know from Colorado, right? Chloe Leaf University. I've heard of her. <laughs> okay, I, I'm about to say. I don't know her personally, but I have okay. heard of her for sure. So, yeah. So when I was in the hospital, she came up because we had just started, you know, th- you know, thinking about doing the business and talking to different people. But she came to Vail to see me with my partner. And we just sat there and we talked and, you know, and I was like kind of drugged up. And she's like, man, you got to stop taking all that stuff. She's like, you know, cannabis can can help you deal with all of this type of stuff or whatever. And she opened up her purse and she gave me like some CBD tablets and, you know, some THC stuff. And I started taking that. And then that's what like opened my world at that point. Like at that point, I was willing to try anything. You know what I'm saying? And ended up smoking again. And, you know, the rest is history. Now, obviously, I smoke pretty much every day if I can. The thing that people don't get is pills fuck with your head sometimes. Where like sometimes. cannabis don't. Yeah, no, but I mean like even if it is helping an injury, it still plays a role in like you like how depressed you how you want to get out of the house where like cannabis doesn't do that at all. I could totally see how that, you know, wow. Yeah, it do a lot of shit. Constipate. It's just it can fuck yes. you up bad, bro. Yeah, it's just yeah. how you feeling all I feel like weird. with the chemicals there's too many side effects and then they give you more shit for the side effects. And then it's just like this never ending thing. It's a like, cycle. You can't sustain taking that shit every day either. Like you said, you get constipated and all this shit. Like I'd be it, eating these guns. It shuts down all your, all your, <laughs> your organs. But with this, honestly, it's like, you can't like fuck yourself up too bad. I mean, you could smoke too much, I guess, over the years, right? right. Like you shouldn't smoke, right? But right. Uh, technically, right? But other than that, it's like, you know, you're, you're not going to like screw your life up. 
Right. Like you're going to be straight. But to your point, man, like, I mean, they got cigarettes on the market. Tobacco is a killer. Yep. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Alcohol is a pro- killer. Proven. They can't prove that cannabis kills anybody. They can't even can't prove, prove that it, it, even smoking it, they can't prove that causes lung cancer. It's not even a, it's like, we don't know. I don't think so. Right. It combusts differently. There's no additives, not the same. And obviously now that the market's regulated, I mean, that's something you've been in heavy since the beginning is like being able to really know the market. Right. I mean, it's, I've seen you since, I mean, mm-hmm. it must've been 2008, nine, you guys yeah. were cranking already all over the place. Like, and your logo and your branding for Viola is so different from everybody else. You can't, right. it's indistinguishable. You're like, Oh, there they are. Oh, there he is. Right, oh, right. That's the whip. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Bro. I mean, we had to do it that way, bro. Like I, I, I promise, like I've always, the one thing I fight, I try to fight as much as possible is like being perceived as corporate cannabis. You know what I'm saying? Like, believe me, I wanted to trap with everybody, right? I just knew that if Al Harrington got caught trapping, bro, I didn't have the same consequences as everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Like when I started this shit, I had kids and mm-hmm. all kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I know how important it is. I call, you know, the trapping side of the business, the grassroots program. You know what I'm saying? Like you need a grassroots program. Like I watched, you know, as a youngster, I watched Newport cigarettes. I watched how it changed the game in regards to like, I remember my uncles, I used to go outside, they used to be rolling cigarettes. And then when next thing you know, it was Newports. But I also remember like how impactful Newport was. Like when I was, a, you know, they would have like, uh, uh, they would call it like Orange Day, like where I'm from or whatever. And that'd be the day in the park where they have like, you know, rides and everything for the community, right? But there would be people there with Newport setups and t-shirts and giving out the t-shirts to the parents and to the damn to the kids and, you know, different things like that. Newport's doing that shit. It was a tobacco company, bro. But that's how they got out there. The but that's beginning. how they got yeah, out. Yeah. Like you, ha- you know what I'm saying? They just didn't start in the store. No. You know what I'm saying? So like those, these are things that I've seen and I'm like, okay, like that's how you build a brand. Right. And then, you know, being playing in the NBA for so long and then going to talk to like people that I can consider mentors that, you know, have hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. But you go talk to them, like they don't know nothing about weed or how to sell weed or anything like that. So I had to go back and talk to like the, the homies on the block and they would always tell me fire sells itself. You ain't got to market it. You ain't got it. You know, it's like, don't matter where I'm at. I could be in the back of the projects, the front of the projects. You won't find me if I got fire. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So these are all the things that I was like kind of building my shit off of while still trying to stay true to the culture. You know what I'm saying? Because like my biggest thing is like always trying to make sure that like you guys, guys have been growing for 20 years, like really respect my hustle and my grind in it. Like I'm not just trying to be a celebrity that is trying to make money. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we all want to make money, but I'm literally trying to figure out like how to break the industry. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And break it for mainstream, but also not forgetting about the people that actually started it. You know what I'm saying? And trying to be as like inclusive and as diverse as possible while doing it. You know what I'm saying? Because I tell people a story all the time. Like when I was on the board of a, a publicly traded company, I don't know if I should say the name, but it was Medmen. And, you know, they were, so we were talking about selling um, one of the licenses to this company that they considered the LVMH of weed. That's what the CEO would always say, the LVMH of weed, the LVMH of weed. So I had never heard of them. So I looked them up Yeah, and they were far from LVMH, but I just did the research. I wanted to see how much they sell for everything. They was like a regular mid-tier brand, right? Yeah. And I, one day on a call, because he said it again and I just had enough. I was like, bro, that's not the LVMH of weed. I'm like, the L- you haven't even heard of the LVMHOE. I'm like, bro, there's kids that are like in their mid-20s 
that are selling weed in bags for $5,000, $6,000, $7,000. They're the LVMH of weed. You know what I'm saying? And like, my thing is like, how do I figure out how to pull them along so that they can be perceived as that and understand that like, this is who, that's what's really happening in the industry. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's what like, that's what really drives me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm always gonna stay true to that. You know what I'm saying? And I always wanna make sure on them that microphone, at least using my platform to always push that. It's like, the industry can't be all it can be until the originals is a part of it. You know what I mean? I just, you know, Fuck with that. I'm telling you, it's real talk, bro. Like, I mean, last thing I'll say is like, I remember the other thing when I got in, it was always like the, the farmers, the guys that's growing the weed are the dumbest guys. Like, I'm telling you, that's everywhere you went. It was like, they're dumb, they're dumb, they're dumb. Right? So, okay. So then the smart people get in, right? And these are the <laughs> guys that ran Coca-Cola and Pepsi, and then they raised hundreds of millions of dollars, bro. And all of those companies went belly up, bro. None of them are around, dog. None of them. You can't right. buy authenticity. Bro, none of them around. Yep. But they had the they had Pepsi, they had Yogurt Land, they had this, they had all these executives of all these big ass corporations. And bro, none of them was able to pull it off. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think that because of that, and I've seen that, it, it gives me hope. Like, dog, like the the originals, bro, the gray market trappers, like, you know, and I and I feel like most of them are still around. You know what I'm saying? And they're figuring it out and they're taking it step by step, figuring out how to get legal. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's a good thing to see. You know what I'm saying? And I'm happy once again, like platforms like this to be able to elevate them. You know what I'm saying? Because I looked at a lot of people that y'all have had on here. You know what I'm saying? And y'all got like the real cannabis culture for real. You know what I'm saying? It's fucking with this. We come from it. And the same thing. How did you learn the industry, though? Because even with the growers you work with and like uh, right off rip, you were working with the right people. Like you put right. fire in the jars immediately. I remember even seeing you in Colorado and it was like, oh, they got, they actually have good weed. Cause that was like, a, it was like right. nobody, there was like, it either came from a grower and it was good, but like the brands, like you said, didn't, you guys had always had good product in jars. Like right. every time I've had your product, I've been surprised. I've been like, oh, this is good, man. Right, I appreciate it. You don't normally get that though with like, like you say, at first you think it's corporate, but then you well, learn who you are. You learn the whole yeah. background. Well, all of our shit is like, all of our grows are small, right? We don't have like 2,500 lighters. And you know what I'm saying? Like my biggest grow is 400 lights. You know what I mean? So I've been able to keep it kind of boutique-y. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that, you know, I won't say it was all my doing, like my co-founder, like he understood we love we, and you know, he did a good job at picking like a lot of our cultivators or, you know, putting us in the right room to be able to figure out who we, you know, who we should be able to fuck with, you know? Mm -hmm. But to answer your question, like, bro, like the, the, the grind and the journey of this shit has been like a lot of ups and downs, dog. Like I've lost crops. I've got rusted mites. I've got, you name it, PM. Oh, yeah. Thieves, Every, all types of shit. Oh, Fucking Rob, in the we've been Rob, robbed, and the police robbed us in Michigan. So, like, you know, we've been both ends. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, I, I, I've been through it all, and I've had a lot of reasons to quit and say fuck this shit. <laughs> but, but once again, man, it's something about it, man. That you know, I just I love the industry. I love like building these relationships. And I just, you know, I think I got something, well, I do have something with my grandmother's name on it that's a legacy play. You know what I'm saying? And I think that if people really understood who this woman was and what she represented, you would see like why this is so important. You know what I'm saying? To me and I think personally to the industry as a whole. I love that. Straight up.
Oh, it's crazy, man. That, that like rings close to home too with the, with the grandma story. Like I can tell you're like a well put together guy, probably even since college. Seems like you like keep your head yeah, down. Yeah, high school. And, and, I got drafted out of high school. I go got drafted in high school. Yeah, yeah. Well, my bad. Don't trip, don't trip, don't trip. I should have went to college. I'm, I'm saying though, <laughs> I'm saying though, even that makes it even more of a statement oh, because bro, yeah. you didn't even have that experience. And like, you know, you had to have been tempted the most out of anybody because yeah. yeah, you no, think no. about it like like you're a big dude school all that like people know they're like yo this dude like you know what i mean this right. is you know and, and you know even going to schools and stuff like any people that are talented like they're bright stars like right. they, it's a lot of energy when they come through and like your big presence so it's like Thanks, bro that temptation's got to be crazy so to keep a level head and shit and truck through this it, it's crazy how long you've been in the game yeah now the legal game right Crazy. That's long, years, like that's crazy, years. bro. Twelve, 12 years, years, like bro, coming up on two decades, which is, in my opinion, le like you know, OG legacy yeah, for bro. sure. Because like twenty year brands are like uncommon, bro. Legal market, you know that multi state like, operator, legal market, and, and putting you, out product. You can tell you're super hands on. Yeah, yeah. Like, got to bro. passion. Yeah, bro. You yeah. know, man, you can't. You ain't gonna get nothing out of something if you ain't willing to put the hard work in. I think that's the disconnect for most things, and that's yeah. why there's this stigma of like, oh, if you're somebody and you have a brand, it's probably not that great because most people they're busy doing other shit. Yeah, and it's like you know, but it yeah. seems like, like, you know, take it back, like. What type of ventures did you decide to get in when you're playing pro ball and, and people are coming at you like, oh, you know, I'll invest in this, invest in that. Like, you know, you probably got a lot of voices and shit. And then as you're leveling up, you know, as the years go by, like what type of things are you getting into and outside of cannabis and like, and then when did, you know, Viola come along? Well, you know, to your point of like, a lot of athletes are like first generational wealth, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of us don't have like financial literacy. So that's a big thing. So like literally a lot of NBA players, the ones you hear that go broke was literally just because they wasn't lucky enough to pick the right person to give them the proper like guidance and, and advice. You know what I'm saying? I've always said about me, like not to get too religious, but I'm highly favored. You know what I'm saying? Like God is like, he's always looked out for me in like unbelievable ways, you know? Um, even me making it, going to the NBA out of high school. Like if you had to go ask anybody about me, you know, what was Al like as a, you know, uh, uh, 10 year old, 12, clumsy, fat, like couldn't play no sports. You know, then I get to high school, coach makes me play freshman basketball. And in three years, I'm the number one player in the country and then I'm in the NBA. Oh, shit. You know That's what I'm crazy, saying? Bro. And one of the things that I learned from that is what hard work will get you. You know what I'm saying? I knew that like, once I started to love the game, I knew I was behind because everybody, I seen everybody ranked ahead of me, hundreds of kids ranked ahead of me. And I'm like, how do I get there? Only way I could get there was through work. So I always, and then when I got to the NBA, you get to the NBA, I remember being a rookie walking in the locker room and seeing all the vets in there and just thinking I was better than them. Even though I wasn't, but I thought I was, I had that mindset. So I always remember every year that I went into the off season, I got to keep being better because there's a new Al Harrington walking in the locker room looking at me like, I'm gonna be better than him. You know what I'm saying? So to your point of like being in the game for 11, 12 years and kind of still having the same focus is because of more of my upbringing and how I got here in general, how, how I became Al Harrington. You know what I'm saying? And that shit is through, as Floyd say, hard work and dedication. And you got to have a like, you know, almost like a myopic focus. You know what I'm saying? When you want to be great at something, right? So to your point of like, you know, yes, I, I do have other investments, but 
My main investment is Viola. So that's what I do every day, because if I wanted to be successful, I got to focus on it. You know what I'm saying? Just the way I focused on the game that was able to, you know, bring me so much glory and whatever you want to call it. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? So, you know, just, you know, in, in general, you know, people on the business side constantly coming at you. Um, had a good financial advisor that would say no all to everything. <laughs> he kind of put me in a position where in which which he started to make me entrepreneurs when he would say, all right, you really want to invest in this? Then do your research on it. Tell me why you should do it. Tell me some of the numbers. Tell me some of this, that, and the third. So things that I really wanted to do, I would do it. Things that wasn't that important, I didn't do it. You understand what I'm saying? Wow. But I always had that entrepreneurial spirit. I like money. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, how can I keep making more money? And, you know, eventually, you know, obviously real estate, I made some tech investments. You know what I'm saying? But then, you know, Viola literally just, it reared its head when my grandmother smoked weed and it helped her. And, wow. you know, me literally calling my, you know, calling Dan, his name is Dan, having him come to Colorado. We kind of moving around. J.R. Smith is the one, that's the, the first person that took me to a dispensary. I mean, really? not, a, not to a grow house. Oh, shit, to a grow to house. A grow. He that's legendary. To a, yeah. You'll see him at Cookies Melrose all the time. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming out <laughs> like two, three, three what, that's, what that day was like? Yeah, so like? season was over. Um. So JR used to have a driver. Some happened where we got out of the meeting earlier. The driver wasn't there. He's like, big man. He called me big man. Can you take me home? I was like, cool. And he was like, let's make a stop on the way. So we go, we drive, we stop by the spot. And, um, you know, we walk in, it looks sketchy or whatever. And, you know, this black kid comes out and he's like, one of the helpers or the growers. So he's like, yo, let me show you all the spots. So he walk us through and I'm like, oh, shit, it's weed everywhere in here and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you know, you know, it's legal there, but it's still like, what the fuck? So I'm walking through. So we go into the house part of it. She had like a little house. It was a lady that owned it. So going to the house, JR is picking, up, picking out his weed. So he pick his weed and whatever. They charge him like 4800 for this one, five for that one, whatever. He buying the shit. So this old lady comes out the back. And she's like, how y'all doing? She's like, y'all had a good season, blah, 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 blah. She was like, um, she was like, what y'all think about the spot? And I was like, it's dope, whatever. She was like, it's for sale. And she's like, and it has a store. So I was like, really? And she was like, yeah. She was like, um, yeah, I want, I want like, you know, like a million to like 1.2 million for it. And she was like, you have to grow in the store. So I just started doing quick math in my head. I'm like, this motherfucker buying pounds for 5,000 and shit. I'm like, bro, we probably can make our money back pretty quick. <laughs> so start talking. So so we leave or whatever. And I'm like, son, you want to do this shit? So he was like, yeah, let's do that shit, whatever. So long story short, he ended up not doing it. His people talked him out of it. You know what I'm saying? So I had my half of the bread, but I still believed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, like I said, my cousin came out. We made it happen, found a spot. And obviously, that, that's how we started everything. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> that's yeah, crazy as fuck. That's yeah, real, bro. That's what, the he's the authentic one, man, for years. And just so people know, this shit's burning white. This shit's burning beautiful, bro. Yeah, wow. my man yeah. Jason grow that for me. That's fire. Clean. What strain is this right now? That's, that's uh, Cherry Bombers. Damn, dude. This one's smoking. Thanks, brother. Oh, yeah. Well, that's crazy as hell. So you just, they just literally brought you through and then you ended up, you ended up buying the spot. No, I didn't buy that spot. I got to end up getting my own spot. Got it. But I called my cousin out. Got it. And then we Put went, a deal together. Yeah, found so a spot. So which spot you go, you, you go buy? So I ended up buying a spot that's uh, is 11, it's 12,000 square feet. It's uh, if you ever been to Denver, it's right behind the Denver Mattress Building. 
or whatever. And when I <laughs> and when I first see a point, like yeah, I know, yeah, you know exactly. Right, right. Where the, the Iams factory is yeah, off yeah, to yeah, the right, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some of the best grows in the yeah. city are right oh, there. Right, the first football field grow, uh-huh. all that right back there or whatever. So yeah, that that that's where we started. But when we first started cultivating, um. Once again, like just on my, I, I don't know, I just always on some shit like awareness and branding, right? Just always like mm-hmm. that, just everything I think about when I see something, I think about the branding opportunity or, or what the brand just said to me, kind of, right? So when we started growing, you know, we were growing, you were caregivers. So we was growing specifically for people. Obviously, you know, they get their two ounces every harvest and we sell the rest, right? Mm-hmm. So we doing that and I'm just like, damn, I'm not, I'm not, nobody knows who the weed is coming from. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't get no branding opportunity. They're going to put it in a jar and excuse me, put it in a white container and it go. So my grandmother, I'm still sending her weed. I'm still, you know, sending her weed or whatever. So she's smoking and she stopped smoking and she was stopped smoking because she said she felt like her house was starting to smell like weed or whatever. And she was like, she has church functions and all of that kind of stuff. So I'm like, damn, how can I continue to medicate her? So we'd be at this place called the Hood Lab Adam Dunn. You know what I'm saying? So this was like the place if you were in Colorado, that's why I know everybody in Colorado or the good people in Colorado, because there was a place where anybody that was good hung out and they exchanged trade secrets. And it was it was, it was really it was super family. You know what I'm saying? At that time, he's an OG in the game. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Yeah. He, he, he super, super duper OG. So I would be at the hood lab. So, you know, they would be all sitting in there talking or whatever. And they would start talking about concentrates. You're like, concentrates, concentrate. Then they pulling out these little jars, mason jars. They got all kind of <laughs> shit in them. And some of them are black as fuck, but then some of them are clear. Mm-hmm. And some look like pudding and all kind of shit. So they like, this is the new shit or whatever. So I'm like, so they start telling me more about it than vapes. And, you know, so then I can figure out. So they, they told me about like uh, being able to infuse shit. So I had them infuse Honey Nut Cheerios for me for her because that's her favorite cereal. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So. That was the way that she started medicating, but then that also taught me about concentrates. And then it also taught me that in concentrates, you had to send it to the store and, you know, in final form. So you could put your brand on it now. You know what I'm saying? That was the first way that you could actually get your brand on products or whatever. Wow. So we just went hard at concentrates. At the time, it was like 5% of the market, but I'm in this hood lab and that's all everybody smoking. And they like, this is the shit. This is the shit. This is the shit. And that's why in Colorado in the beginning, we were all concentrates. After we were from caregiver, once we got out, like all concentrates, you know what I'm saying? Because of the branding opportunity, you know what I'm saying? And we was making fire, you know what I'm saying? Started off with wax. We was one of the first adapters to live resin, you know what I'm saying? Then rising now solventless and you know, everything across the board. But you know, that that's how we actually got it going. The white package Damn. with the purple logo. Yeah, yeah. Fire. <laughs> Al, how did you though, like what gave you the essence of like, these guys are the OGs or these guys are heady guys. I need to, cause like most people would have been like, yeah, well, I'm just going to go do this. You kind of tuned in with some guys that were ahead of the game. Cause you're talking about guys in early smoking hash. This is when hash first started. Right. And then you paid attention to like, oh, this, that's like, besides the branding, these guys are into that. That's what I need to do. Like, was that just like in you or it's just life, bro. Like I wanted to play in the NBA. Right. So who I watch Jordan, who I emulated Jordan. You know what I'm saying? If I want to do, if I want to do drugs, 
I need to go hang out with the motherfucker that do drugs. Yeah, Tommy. They Lee. know how to. They know how yeah, to get yeah, high. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. like, for me, that was just like, don't do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> like shit. I want to get into it's right. Don't restaurants, right? whatever Anything. business. I want to get anything. into podcasting. Yep. I may as well go holler at the dudes that do podcasting yep. and watch them. You know what I'm saying? If I want to do it and do it well, right? You know what I'm saying? There's there's always something you can learn from somebody, and especially if you got people willing to give you that knowledge, bro. You got to go sit there and get it. You know what I mean? And you decipher it, how you got to. I, I tell like, even my attorney, when I first got in the game, literally, I paid this motherfucker to tell me all the wrong things to do. And we ended up teaching him the right things. And the way that we found out what was to do, to do was because of the people in the hood lab. Like the people that were supposed to be dumb and they don't know shit. You understand what I'm saying? They telling us, oh, you could have X amount of grams in this and you could do X amount. You, you know what I'm saying? They do, oh, you could have this, you know, you could use these, um, you know, solvents and different things like that. These recipes, find that out from, you know what I'm saying? From mm -hmm. them. They was giving me, the, they was giving us the game. We was just sharing it. Bro. You know what I'm saying? So I think that once again, that's where you like, and that's how you stay authentic. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't really, like how you just walk in somebody's house and just know what's better than them in their house. Where the refrigerator at? Where the silverware at? It, oh, no, bro. Like, it's it's kind of like listen to the administrative team instead of the coaches and the other players. Like if you're playing basketball or some shit, you, you got to listen to the people that are like in the game. You can't listen to, to people in the office. Like you don't know what the hell is going on. Bro, you're not there. on the street. You're you not in the streets. You want. Unless you're out there and, and you, you get the ball or whatever. Like you don't know. You don't know what that's like. You have no idea. And people can no tell way. you anything. The fa that's Ooh. the the fans are funny because right. they'll be screaming and shit, and you're looking at them like, yo, you ain't doing shit, like, right, right. like trying to tell someone how to play, and it's like you're looking at them like, bro, you can't even shoot shoot the ball. Right, you're out right. here screaming. And Have shit. you ever got a bucket? Never, Shut up. never, <laughs> yeah, never. Right. Other video games right, for sure, ever. but that's it. Like, no, I haven't. Funny, that's but it's the same funny. with fireweed, right? Like you're so tapped in with like these are the guys, this is the grow, these are the brands. Like, dude, the Brickle that's just collab? like lined, bro. Yeah, like Colorado at the right time. Colorado, and, and you were there with a high purpose. You know, it's like, you know, it, bro, it's crazy how it all. Big shout out to Colorado, man. Yeah, like a lot real. of people, you're, you know, we forget early. about it. The people forget about it, but like, mm -hmm. is 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 so important when the history book books are written. Like, they're gonna be all over that motherfucker. Like, I don't care what nobody say. Like. There was a time and there still could be like they might make the best hash in the world. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, obviously it sucks because of where it is and, you know, it kind of gets, you know, forgotten about. But, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the originators of this shit, you know what I'm saying? Actually came from Colorado. You know what I'm saying? It had their, their fingerprints on it. You know what I'm saying? So just want to make sure we never forget that as much as we can, bro. And Cali obviously has been the. Legendary no, straight up, bro. You're right about like, Colorado. Colorado. Early to the game and like everyone I feel like went there, you know, unless you were from Cali or like out here already, like all the East Coast definitely went, I feel like Colorado. Right. All stars of hash makers out there. Yeah. yeah. They literally have an, the all stars of hash guys are in Colorado. I I like there are guys out there that have talent that's like they're they're literally creating the wave of like what's yeah, next had a, of hash. Had. Always. Always been that like He's Always talking about, I know who he's talking about. And these are the guys that like were there when the first hash was being made with butane. Mm -hmm. These are the guys, like, you know what I'm saying? These yeah. are the guys, man. I, I was, I used to hear and I'd be one off and I'm like, what are they smoking out of that rig? Like that was, you know, yeah. with the spoon thing that comes underneath yeah. and the crazy fucking bell and the, 
You Crazy, know, bro. Would you would you dab back then? Hell yeah, I was dab. I was <laughs> home, I was so you were taking hot out. dabs. You yeah. were taking hot dabs like all of us, bro. I took a couple trips with this dude. I was like, man, like that's why I don't dab now. I'm like, yo, the hot dabs killed it for me. Yeah, bro. My lungs dab, are roasted, bro. The dabs will kick your ass, and it's funny. Like once again, when I when I first started not being like super experienced, but yeah, I I used to <laughs> I used to dab people to fuck out like I. <laughs> It took me a while to understand like how much to really give somebody, how much not. You know what I'm saying? And like, I got so many stories to give. Like my homeboy Abe, who's like, you know, he runs all my stuff for us in uh, St. Louis. He he will not dab to this day. But before my daughter's birthday party, we like we try to get high every year before everybody come, and I gave my dad this motherfucker. He went to space, <laughs> passed out. Oh, eyes watering. He was just done. He was like, I'll never, ever do that shit again. I had this one guy, this, the one guy came to my, um, came to, had this machine called something air, what I came with the name of it, but it was a machine that took the moisture out of the air that created water. And that he would say, it could save me so much money on my grow by using this, this machine. And bro, I had him come to the crib after and I, I had him hit a dab and I looked at him and I looked back. Well, I looked away. I looked back at him, bro. He was gray. Like complete, it looked like he was not like what oxygen was not going in his body anymore. And I was like, "Yo, you good?" He was like, dude, 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 dude. "And I had to grab him, sit him on the couch, <laughs> and oh. he slept there." You know what I'm saying? And that was because of my inexperience, honestly. Like because once again, like you got to think about this shit. Like this is also an, is is an experience when you have somebody get high, right? Because you want them to be customers. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's not really fun, funny getting people all fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I know a lot of people that have not come back. They like, I'm yeah. not touching the weed. That's it. I, that's it. You know what I'm saying? But it's probably fucked a lot of people from smoking bro, for sure. Oh, I mean, I've seen people dab at events and fall out. Yeah. Cause they hit it the first time, they try to hold it. All oh, that's yeah. it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I smoke every day. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a hot sweat. Yo, what up? It's Blackleaf. I'm here at Grow Generation, and guess what? Drip Hydro storming the market. All the best growers I know are switching to it. And guess what? There's a reason, because it's preserving terps. I keep hearing that, preserving terps. And that's why we're here with Sunshine, facility advisor, facility manager, overall the man with Drip Hydro. Listen to why it's different, man. What's going on, guys? Sunny here with Drip Hydro. Thing is, at the end of the day, we just wanted to make a simple, clean, cost-effective nutrient line that nobody has really seen on the market right now. Nobody uses really our chelation formulas, uh, the micronutrients that we have pulled to make this line is really just what makes it overall bringing that consistency and quality back to what we want to see in growing herb again. And overall, at the end of the day, it's still really light on your wallet. It's a five-part nutrient line. And again, if you're not staying sterile or you have a big facility and you don't want to run rock wool and you want to run a mix of cocoa with an enzyme or something, you don't even have to run flow with it. So at the end of the day, it's just saving you money on your wallet while bringing the consistency and the quality of terps back. We wanted to bring the terps back and bring the soul back to growing. Versatility, cost-effective, and quality. I mean, what else can you ask for? Drip Hydro, first smoke of the day, Blackleaf approved, peace. So we got a special offer for you guys. Whether you go in person or you order online, any grow generation, over 60 nationwide retailers, the code is FIRSTSMOKE10, and you're gonna get 10% off an additional 10% off your already discounted price. Use the code FIRSTSMOKE10, tell them the FIRSTSMOKE family sent you. They're gonna take care of you. 
support the show, hop on the Patreon. We got new shows dropping, we got off the mic. We have so much stuff in store for you guys and stuff dropping every single week. Hop on the Patreon, first smoke of the day. New shows, checking in with Pack Odds and Blackleaf. We're doing a live each month and a lot of other shit. Off we the haven't mic. told you guys yet. Make sure you get on the Patreon. We'll see you guys soon. Peace. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, David, what y'all think about David like overall, like long term in the industry? What do you think about it? Just the whole like I, process. I feel of like it. when your first dabs, you felt like you were doing drugs for real. You're like, bro, right. I was like in the bathroom with shit looking in the mirror, just like coughing 20 minutes like you know we were hitting it when it was still red like red hot it's just like i think though mila we had we interviewed mila the hash queen in Mm -hmm. amsterdam right um and she's like one of the originators of bubble hash right she's she's the one man she's like one of the next to like afghanistan and all that stuff but but then started to wash it right and came up with the first little bubble later she put it so elegantly she goes i said why you know you smoke flour this and she's like the terpenes and the the heads right is what actually is what you want so why would i smoke all the rest all the bad stuff she had it such an elegant way of putting it where it was like you basically are taking all the good part separating it from the combustible flower that's actually hazardous right and you know supposedly and she's like and then you just have that yes for her i'm a flower smoker still like i'm flower all day long but i thought like wow she has a point that's interesting where you're basically saying like it's you you went to dabs though when you were heavy on bho and all that shit yeah. in that phase like I, I i feel like you probably breathe a lot better now oh from flower yeah 100 percent. that's that i definitely feel thing. a little like, everyone's got their opinion and shit but, but i smoke right. a lot but, though, but man, the way the right. tech is caught up now like i feel like it's Rosin? there's no better time to to, yeah. to dab because now you could give someone a dab and they'll be straight right you know what i mean yeah like, it's like you know how to yeah, yeah came full circle. You, you, you still there's know. a few things yeah. you can put together and be like, all right, well, you'll be good. You know, that's why you don't see it's your first one, super low temp. They'll get a little cloud. You can like hook them up, right? Right. But in those first beginnings, like yeah, yeah. you're turning people straight away from weed because, bro, the, you, a sweat kicks in. You like start like I feel like your your brain does get deprived of oxygen just from yeah. the coughing. Right. <laughs> like the main <laughs> thing, like, the part we figured out is okay if we use this to strip off the crystals then what right so like you you first were like what people were washing it with water or like beating it against the wall and the crystals would come off and they'd make hash and then they would char us when you rub it into your hands right it's all these methods that were natural then we figured out oh you could run butane through it okay but we didn't say yeah but then what and everyone's like double boil it put it on a thing and duh but then you figured, oh, if you treat this like a lab, like guys from other spaces started to come in that were like scientists and be like, oh, well, if you use butane, you have to remediate it. So then you use this type of oven and you have to run it at these degrees and then you do a triple purge and then you do, oh, you want to see you can whip it too. And you can, and then when they test it, there's so residual, there's such a small residual left of that, that it's like you get the same, you get more with lighting your joint with a lighter and pulling through it. Yes, sir. That's why a lot of smokers, you'll see light the joint without hitting it. I, I got that from you. And they'll get a good cherry like tip before they start. Because yeah. that one hit of butane is more than what's in a full dab from a butane extraction done proper. So it's just, it's it, now it's come back to rosin, right? Yep. But it's like, so you're talking such an early stage though. You were seeing like the original hash. It's so dope. I wish people could understand how OG that is. Like that is bro. It's come so far dog from in the beginning, bro. 
But for you to have the thought, ooh, that's brandable. Now I'm in. Right. I mean, that's, you got such a good business, what, my now. What's God too, bro? One inspired the purple. So, my grandma's favorite color. Damn. And you know what, man? As I'm sitting here looking at this, like the little branding nuances, like grandma approved, grandma's kitchen. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah, we're trying to keep it original to like, why are we doing this? Nah, this yeah. is really dope, bro, man. You know, she's looking down, like, <laughs> yeah. like this is yeah. why this brand's been successful, bro. It's because yeah. of why you're doing it like yes, that. Sir. Like, purpose. Yeah, bro. It's I mean, when I first told her, when I first told her, when it's I changed the name, too, bro. she was like, I'm not going to go to jail, am I? <laughs> That's funny as fuck. They come knocking on grandma. Where's grandma's kitchen at? You? Yeah. She's like, I'm not going to go to that level. That's such like a mom family thing. That I love that, man. That's so, that's so, so out. So, so did, you were living in Colorado for a while. And then, and then where's it go from there with the weed game? Like you, you say, okay, that's going well here. Let's go Michigan. Let's go. Cause you guys expanded so fast, so successfully and branded so well that any state I flew to to meet growers, I would see your stuff. And I sometimes I don't even go to dispensaries, bro. Right. Like billboards or branding and then the car. Right. Everyone's seen <laughs> that shit's fire as hell, bro. <laughs> Thanks, he has bro. a full custom Viola G-Wag. You seen it? I haven't seen that. Bro. I mean. Dope, so. <laughs> yeah, bro. I know it's trying to keep the it, purple. Yeah, bro. Just try to keep it purple. Keep it on brand, as they say. Even the wheels, the whole deal, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like, so starting in Colorado, um, like I said, it took us about three, four years to where like what happened was like people was starting to reach out to me all the time and like, you know, trying to show me different opportunities. And I was just trying to figure out, you know, what was the next play? Like, because Colorado is one state, but all these new states are coming online and how can we play? You know what I'm saying? And like, we never been like hella funded either. So we believe me. I'm telling you, I was doing this shit with Robin Peter to pay Paul a lot of times using my own bread until I took investors like four years in. I didn't take an investor because I didn't know the game enough and I didn't want to lose people money. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I'll just keep taking the risk, you know, with my own money. But when I had got this kid tricked me into coming to uh, Oregon saying that he had all this shit. I got this lab ready to go. This day, tell me got everything ready to fucking go. It's all ready right now. Viola, come on, we ready. We got you. I get there, bro. He have shit. Yeah. But he was just taking me to mad people's shit. Like, oh, this dude grows, this dude do distribution, this dude, this dude, blah, 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 blah. So we get to the last stop and it, we're going to like on his family, his, I think it was his girl's aunt's house or whatever. So dude name was Rick. But we get to the farm and you know, he got his house like sitting on this beautiful ass cliff or whatever. And then right at the bottom of his shit, you know, he had like 36 plants, big ass plants or whatever. So we go in the crib and we go in the house. It's like plants hanging all in the house and shit. And then he got like 10 bowls of all different kind of weed. So walk in or whatever. And we start talking and pretty much he thought I was coming to trap, like buy weed from him. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> he like, so he gives me this fucking platinum. It was like some platinum something platinum OG or platinum, whatever. And, you know, we rolled it up, whatever, started smoking it and shit. And um, to this day, bro, it was, it's the highest I ever been in my life. I feel like I was higher than that time. I told you it with the warriors. Like I was fucking blasted. And he told me, he was like, he thawed that weed out. He's like, that's the weed that he had like in his freezer that he took and thawed out that I had smoked. So we leaving the crib finally and shit. And he's just like, uh, so what do you think about the Oregon market? I was like, shit, after meeting everybody, it seemed decent or whatever. He was like, well, that farm right there is for sale, like right down from him or whatever. It's connected to his land. He's like, it's for sale or whatever. 
And I was like, how much is it? He was like, shit, I, I think they'll take a couple hundred thousand for it or whatever. So I was like, all right. So I called my team and just started asking, you know, my you know compliance guy at the time. I'm like, yo, see what's going on in Oregon or whatever. So we ended up going there. And the reason why I wanted to go there was because I wanted to see, because at this point, tech is coming on with the hash, right? And I was really focused on hash only at the time, too. I wasn't even really fucking with the flower like that, but, you know, for the brand mm -hmm. or whatever. But I wanted to see, like, what was the difference in growing indoor weed to extracting it with the tech to, because, you know, as you know, like some sun grown strains are way stronger than because of the terps and, you know, all the stuff. People don't know that, but, you know, some fire ass weed can be grown outdoor, you yeah. know? So that was my inspiration behind going to the market was really just more like trying to grow my horizons to the industry and understanding like what the impact of like, outdoor light assisted product would be, you know what I'm saying? And what the value of it, you know what I'm saying? So obviously I've learned a lot and we've mm -hmm. learned that, you know, it's up and down. And I think, you know, hopefully when this federal legalization happens, maybe it'll make it more relevant because it'll be so much demand for that type of product. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's what inspired me to go there. Michigan, I, you know, my co-founder, he started off in the Michigan market. So there were some opportunities at the time. And he's telling me about, you know, we could just go open up a store. We don't really need shit. And then we go there and we ended up opening up a cultivation there. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? It just like found. But, you know, once again, we, we had to be very like thoughtful and crafty with it too, mm -hmm. right? Because, you know, we, we didn't have a lot of money. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I, I went and found a building that's, you know, 48,000 square feet, 15,000 for rent type shit. You know what I'm saying? Which is unheard of, right? That's crazy. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Right? Like at that, I you know what I mean? Say that, so yeah. like, so, so you find that and you're like, okay, I could fund this. I could get 300 lights in here real quick and, you know, get the going. And so like, that's how I've like constantly been just thinking about it. And I just think that with the way that like the platforms that I get, like you just put me on an international platform on this show, right? So that means now more people know about Viola. So like, how do I get people to have an experience with Viola? You know, so, you know, as the game has evolved, we see that you cannot cultivate everywhere. Mm. That's, that's pretty tough. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have to figure out, you know, how to work together, find strategic partners. You know what I'm saying? Like you see, like a lot of cookies and, you know, some of the other brands that are starting to do that and trying to figure out how to take it more globally, because, you know, that's that's what we I think that's what we in it for. You know what I'm saying? But to become it. But organically not on some like we want to be the coca-cola weed like what does that mean for real you know what i'm saying but at the end of the day i do want everybody to smoke my shit yeah but <laughs> the right way I mean? organically I, I love how you put that it's like let it be what it is and let it just grow and let me, let me put my heart and soul into it instead of me forcing it right? right instead of being like we have to be everywhere just white label everything it's like you also started at the you you always the grow the grow the grow that's just so like you said, the most important part. That's the source. The foundation yeah. of the house. How you, you know what I'm saying? Like it's the foundation of the house. You gotta have to grow. You gotta have good genetics. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and then the team is every fucking thing. You know what I mean? And I think that that's one of the reasons why we, we when we do have tough spots, you know, along the way is because of the team. You know what I'm saying? Because we, a lot of us, we all start real small and tight. You know what I'm saying? Like I always, as much as, you know, we got to, we got up to the most, I think we had maybe 120 employees, right? And, but I remember when it was just like four of us 
Bro, that shit was everything, dog. Straight we, like, up. We, we, all we had, you know what I'm saying? And then you got to branch <laughs> out and try to keep that <laughs> keep that team right. You know, keep yeah. that energy, keep that culture, man. It, it, it's, it's challenging. You know what I it's mean? It's like a seed. Especially you plant it, game. better be perfect. Especially yeah. in this game because you bring it because so you got to- variables. Yeah, and because you, you, you got to add people, right? And you bringing them from other places and it's just- People gotta are be trust. motherfucker, man. Yeah. That's the hardest part. People are motherfuckers, dog. Hardest part. Hardest part. To find shit. a talent. Yeah, and man. then letting talent, like, not manage them, but kind of let them run, but somewhat the right direction. Have some structure. It's, right, right. Man, you know, it's, it's all about buying in the vision, right? Like, mm-hmm. buying into the understanding the vision. And, you know, that's something that what I've learned is, you, is something you got to keep telling. It's like when... When I first started in the cannabis space and, you know, I would tell my grandmother's story, like, you know, like I said, these investor people or whatever, like they would be like, I hope you're prepared to tell that story for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to keep pushing the vision, keep keep it at the forefront for people to understand it. And, you know, it, it's still challenging. Like, you know, I do it obviously on platforms and whatever, but, you know, trying to be able to talk to people that work for you. And have this same kind of, you know. Passion and conveyance. Yeah. <laughs> it gets tired of hearing it. It gets hard, yeah. right? It's just like, but we're going to figure it out, though. I mean, it can happen, right? And once again, it's weed. And I think because it's weed, it's, 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 it's all coming from a good place. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it will happen because just, we just can't give up on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I know how, because I think that in every other industry before this, I think that everybody gets to a point where it's like a breaking point. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, do I break or do I keep fucking going? Or if they do break, do I jump over that bitch and keep going? You know what I'm saying? And I prefer to keep pushing. You know, like, I really want to do this the rest of my life, honestly. You know what I'm saying? And I really want this to be a thing. I want my sons to do this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, straight up. Weed is dope as fuck, man. I got a, my five-year-old, man. Like, this little kid is amazing. He knows the smell of weed. Like, he know OG smell mm-hmm. and, he knows, uh, and he know runt smell. Oh, the two smells he know for sure. He's smelling like <laughs> fucking candy, man. It's OG. <laughs> Keep him away from that candy. <laughs> you got the whole East Coast and Bro, West Coast wrapped up for those two strains. You always want to see it, Dad. What is that? Let me see it. Can I smell it? You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's just funny to see it. But, you know, I hope this is something that he could do, man. Like, it'd be part of, like, all the new runts and yeah. OGs and everything that's going to come. You know what I'm saying? As the industry keeps evolving. It's crazy because, like, some of the most OG, OG growers and brands have sat there. And they're like, there is no selling out. I'm doing this shit forever. And it's crazy, Al. Like, you coming from not just growing weed your whole life or selling weed your whole life, right? And still having that same mentality of like, no, I, yeah, I love crazy. this. Yeah, yeah. I love I've it. never heard this from anyone coming from an outside source yeah. into the industry and say that and right. feel it. Like, I, it's dope. I love it. It's dope, shit. man. I love this. I love, I, was, I mean, I love the people I'm meeting. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit is just, I'm telling you, I, it, it's a connector. It's a healer. It's a shit is magnificent. I don't know what words I could use for this shit. Like it's, it is weed, bro. Look at this shit. Yeah, I, I feel like mechanic. <laughs> I feel like with your experience and your platform and like the way you've been building, you could put a lot of people on in this game. Yeah, for sure. And like you got a voice that they'll actually listen to. And I think about it, and I'm like, guys like Jay Z and Diddy and all them that are getting into the cannabis space. You know, you see it. Right. They honestly need to come talk to guys like you yeah. because right. I've oh, talked you, to them before, man. Yeah, like, we we, you know, we exchange ideas and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's honestly, it's like I, you know, if they don't know, they should know. Yeah. Like 
you're on your shit, right? You know, and you're really living. But it's but it's but once you're again, connected man, like you, like you really got tentacles at this point. Yeah. And it's like no, I'm in the streets, bro. It's roots. <laughs> it's yeah, I'm roots. in the streets, though. I've been nah, to everything. Real. I've been you to all the shows. I've been to all the festivals. I've been to everything. Yeah, it ain't too, and it's really nothing I ain't been to, honestly, on both coasts. You know what I'm saying? I try to make sure like people know like this is what I do. You know what I'm saying? And I swear like there's a lot of days where like I feel I forget I even played in the NBA. That's or, crazy. Like, I promise, crazy. bro. Like, I That's crazy to hear because from the outside looking in, bro. I literally gotta be reminded of that shit, bro. It, it, wow. it wouldn't seem like that. Like, like, I think most people would think like, oh damn, you know, that was probably doper. You know what I mean? And not and like just like that was the highlight of your life. Bro, type it was of, easier. That's the only thing I could say. Right. It was the easiest money I ever made. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For real. Cause they Straight paid me up. to stay in shape. Yep. Essentially how you look at it. Like people say, you paid you to play, but they paid me to stay in shape. You, know right. you have two different lives. It's all like 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 lifetimes. This shit bro. is work, bro. Like yeah, this shit is work. <laughs> <laughs> like I, so, bro. I get up six o'clock every morning and sit with my kids and shit to school. And but I wake at six in the morning. I have texts already every fucking morning, bro. Like every it's all day. And then we live on. I live on the west, so you know what I'm saying. So like, I put you the fucking behind. hours in every so. You're an for MS me, it's too bad. Yeah, for no, me, bro, it's dude. two different worlds, dog. Like, yeah. you know, like this is real work. And, you know, there was a time for me, like, I feel like, and I think everybody, they keep it real, right? There was a time where, like, it was so much fun. You know what I'm saying? Then I think we've all hit, like, this kind of, it was a weird kind of skid to your point of, like, where people start thinking, like, they have to get to that point where, like, I'm not quitting. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep going. And like now we're in this moment kind of right now where like, you know, the prices are dropping everywhere. It's like people are falling out, man. People are Left falling right. out crazy. I, I think 2023 is going to be the year of the like the wipeout. Like, yeah, like, you know, it's like, do you want to be most here? people? And, and, and it's not just in cannabis. I can't stress this yeah. enough. Most small business is done for. Like yeah, I was just in a place is. today uh, called the Real Coconut Malibu. A little spot I like, mm -hmm. whatever out there. Closed down. They have another one in Tulum, and that's how I found it. And right. dope spot, whatever. And I'm just like, if they can't make it, like that's crazy. It's, it's just crazy. like you, you think, know, right? I got a spot in Malibu. I'm yeah. good. You know, <laughs> it's just it's just wild to see because you're like it lines up with what you would see. Like every time I went in there, it was packed. You know right, what I mean? Right, so right. it's just it's interesting that like small business is really hurting right now yeah, for yeah. real. No, it's a, it's a, it's a tough time. To settle up now on like corporate shit. Like, yeah. like, you know, the big, you know, I had to go over to Whole Foods instead. So right. it's just like, all right, cool. But, you know, really this is Amazon now. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's just like when you think about it. So it's just cool to see this, man. And, yeah. to, and to see you like so damn, like I can feel it off you and shit. Right. Like you really live in this life. Like you really like enjoy this, like as if it's a sport, you know, right. as if it's a game. And we it's look at it like that. <laughs> we look at, yeah, we look at it like uh -huh. that. Yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, you know, maybe people who just smoke don't obviously right. don't, but like, yeah. it really feels well, like bro, that. To your point, like, you know, and, and, and when I say competitive, like, it's not competitive from in, in a bad, from a bad place, mm -hmm. right? Because like, yeah, we may be competing, but then I'm also the same dude, like, yo, let's do this collab, bro. Like, yeah. you know what no, I'm saying? Like together, man. I really like, bro, that's the only way we're going to be able to fight the big green monster mm -hmm. that's out there, bro. We're going to have to figure out how to do some of this shit together so that everything that we have as a whole is just more impactful than separate and, you know, not together. You know what I'm saying? 100%. And, you know, to your point of like trying to pull people up, like that's all I'm on is just trying to figure out like 
Like I told you my story, the LVMH of we. Like I'm trying to be that bridge to get Straight people up. into you, the market. You, I see it happening. I see you know, it happening with you. There's so much talent and like creative talent and shit that like, you know, they smoke weed and right. it's like they're on, like you said, they're on the new shit, the next shit or whatever is popping, you know? And it's just, it's cool that it's cool to see where your head's at. And like, hopefully some people can, can connect with this and yeah, yeah. maybe it'll bring something to fruition, right. but it's crazy. Your whole, even the, even the hoodie, bro, I thought right. that was like a designer and I'm like, oh, that's his hoodie. You know what I mean? Oh, and it's right. just like, everything's on point, it. bro. Everything's dialed in Thanks, bro. and it's just dope to see it, man. For real. It's refreshing. Thanks, Let's talk bro. about some strains. It's inspiring. What's the Brickle Boy strain? So the Brickle Boys is a is a Runtz cross. Um, they say it's crossed with uh, RS11. Oh, dope. Okay. Okay. So Tsunami. Yeah, that's a tsunami that, joint. Such a dope. Close up of this. this we ate some edibles yeah, earlier yeah. too, tasting fire. Like yeah. I mean fire, bro. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're I love oh, the man. packaging. The clear bags are just killing it, man. Yeah. Yeah, people want to see the weed, bro. When you smoke at what, like, what's your, if you, you have any go to, something that you're always like, man, OG, that's, I'm an OG. I, yeah, OG, I OG, it. OG, OG. Yeah. So if you got some fire OG, Al's the guy to get it to because, yeah. man. Please, I'm looking for some OGs because I got two collabs coming. I can't say who they are yet, but they both want OGs in their bag. So obviously, somebody bring me a dope SF, uh, SFV. Yep. I was one of them out there. Um, yeah, I'm just open. I smoked, I smoked the OG cross with Skittles. Get them those. Oh, that yeah? Was, that was gas. OG Skittles. Yeah, up, uh, up at- uh, OZ Kush? Yeah, that shit, was, that, shit was, that shit was gas. I just harvested some for our legal spot. Oh, I got some coming. Yeah, okay. it's a good combo. Yeah, 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 some, I hunted bro. it down. I got, you, right, I got I you, I got you. It's, uh, it's yeah, like Skittles, OG, but it's got some power. Yeah, that shit had us fucked up, bro, driving <laughs> back from- uh, <laughs> For Santa Rosa, we was. That's just that like slight paranoia. Yeah, high, like, it was like, like edgy oh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just enough. Yeah. yeah. What, bro? But he was just at Emerald Cup. Like that's how I saw you. Hours. I seen the picture with you and Champelli. Yeah, yeah, Pelly. Yeah, me and Pelly about to do something. Oh, it's crazy. That's some. Yeah, yeah, that's some yeah. wild, man. I want to wow. do something to tell. Like, I, 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 more. I mean, I know his story's out there, mm-hmm. but I want that shit magnified. He got a dope ass. His story dope. Straight up, you know what I'm saying. We're gonna, get, yeah, to, we're gonna get to Pelly for real. Okay, yeah, I got. Yeah, the, he's a I character. Got the yeah, he ain't he's one. A character, <laughs> bro. You see, he, he's just like he's really living this shit for real, though. Just like Al, and just like all these such authentic brands that are so themselves. Like just you see it, it, and it's like, oh, that's that you know it. It's the same with Champelly. He's his own play. Yeah. Your own, and I got that's some Champelly in my back. back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's funny. Everybody you mentioned, I got in the bag. Let's see. Yeah, see that. Yeah, and you got to really keep smoke. trying everybody weed. I've got to, yeah. come on, just know what's going on. Are you, you a flower guy or concentrate guy right now? Flower, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Another thing, I've, I've gotten lazy. So, like, my nephew over here, he rolled most of my weed. Um, I just got lazy. I just. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? And then, uh, so it's just in the morning, I come, new shit. <laughs> While we in the office, he rolled my shit up for me. Damn, that's dope. Concentrates, bro. I'm t- I, the, you know, the laziness on that side of it is like cleaning the rig and doing this. Mm. And, the, you know, obviously Puffco is like, and big shout out to Puffco. They show a lot of love and, you know, they, they product is fire. You know what I'm saying? But it's still that process. You still got to clean it out and all that shit. I don't want to smoke my <laughs> shit and keep pushing. Throw <laughs> it out, right? Yeah, just my shit. That's how I feel. Roll a few up. Yeah. Hit the road. It's also a different feeling. 
That's the that's and a big it's, thing it's, too. And it's right. like you got to have some time. You got to like if we hit dabs right now, we about to be talking for four hours. You know what I'm saying? We got to have time. Straight up, and then coming down, <laughs> it's a little time. it's a little different when you if you don't keep doing them all day. Yeah, I feel like you got to be dabbing all day to like keep up with it. Otherwise, you kind of crash. Right. Whereas right. smoking a joint, I can still go to the gym. Yeah, yeah. Like I can still it's do different. shit and like yeah, dab, shake it off. Another place, man. I can I dab when I'm in Colorado though. Every time I go, because obviously yeah. always got new shit, and or when I bring shit back, some people bring me shit back. So I do hit it, but like just hit it my one time. Ooh, tasty. I compare right. it to like alcohol, right? M- most people drink beer, but then if they go to the club or they go out, they'll do out. They'll do liquor or shots, and, and maybe have a beer. And then there are those people that only drink liquor. That's the same with dabs, right? There's a community with like hash that's like, I only smoke hash, but then there's also like, you know, it's like a mix. And I feel like the hash is like anybody who smokes flour and we go to like events and parties, like, yeah, I'll take some dabs. What's good. You know, it's like, it's like, like social kind of too, yeah. right? Yeah. Tell me a little bit. You see they had Ego Clash up in home. Uh, I saw that. that I was going to, yeah, yeah. Bro, this shit smoking fucking, mm-hmm. smoking great. Burning great too. What'd you roll up? The cherry bomb. Oh yeah. I already smoked my whole joint. I want to roll another. We and we get a bro, we get a lot of candy through here. Yeah, and I, and I, I this is at the top. Thank I'm this gonna be honest. Clean. Yeah, clean smoke. Like yeah, I can, man, you know, you can deep shit. inhale this, taste it. It's burning good. Resin ring, nice ash. Doesn't taste like smoke. Good big smoke. shout out to Jason. He watches show too. <laughs> shout out to you, big. Yeah, shout bro, out to I'm smoking it. And I like it, and I wouldn't lie about shout it. Put in dog. the work, bro. You put in the work. Oh yeah, he been growing. He been growing for thirty years. There you go. Yeah, he been growing. Oh for yeah, a cherry bomb. I'm fucking with it. Thanks. Bro. Yeah. It. What are some of the flavors available in Cali right now? You got some different ones like here. Yeah. So, um, so out here we got a jealousy. So what we did was we created this thing called the Vibe System, right? So. Um, just more like effect based because we just like, we're always talking to the butt tenders and different things like that. And just trying to learn, like try to give mm-hmm. customer better, you know, a customer experience. Right. Also what I had to realize over time is, is learning like the difference in like mm. people that you grow for you or not grow for, but you have smoke your weed that are never going to a dispensary. Right. So you're trying to get their approval, but they'll never go into a store. Mm-hmm. I need to figure out what do people want in this store? And most people still come in the store asking questions and trying to figure out. So we're just trying to figure out ways to like just speak to the customer a lot quicker. So with our vibe system, we have uh, Get Up and Go, which our sativa, our sativa hybrid is Good Times. Mm-hmm. Our, um, our indica hybrid is Kickback. And then our uh, straight indica is Lights Out or whatever. So in the Lights Out strain, um, I think we got Jealousy. If I remember, I think Good Times is Georgia Pie. Um, I think Kickback is uh, Mimosa Cocktail. Yep. Kickback's Georgia Pie. Georgia Pie, yeah, yeah. You know, now I'm hot. <laughs> no, I remember all of yeah. them. Those are into so, it. That's why yeah. I had to connect you. Like, yeah. I knew you would be like, oh, I'm not going to, you ain't going to forget that one again. Like, you're on it, though, bro. You're you're impressive, man. And that, I like that beef. This whole vibe system shit's, it, it's impressive. It says, this is good times, life of the party. And so the vibe, vibe system is get up and go. Good times, kickback, lights out. And we got commercials that go with all of these too. You gotta take the commercials. And this is mimosa cocktail. <laughs> That's crazy. And it's and it's true. Like you really did line it up and you made it easy for people to understand. Yeah. This is just another this is reason store, why. And then you got the people that, that you know that's gonna want doing you know, the well. beef and broccoli. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna want the hype weed. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And the tsunamis and all that. So just And then you're talking to, to the the people that are, you know. 
just in there like wanting to know the effect like right. yo i want to feel like this exactly but also know you the know? strain and yeah, make it yeah. and make it cool in there too, too right like i didn't want it to just be like relax yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like that's nah, very I like that spotty. and that's why people this is made that smokes up that life of the party yeah that shit's dope as hell look at it and then you got like the the more like you know what you see in the on the black side but it's actually white is the market yeah and this is more like a bro you know more like a bro so that's a jersey thing so we working on that that's gonna be like a clap that's gonna go crazy at the crib the real ATM boy. But same thing, like, bro, like, you know, my brother right there, like, he been doing this thing for a minute. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, growing his brand. So, once again, like, how do I use my platform to legitimize what he's doing? That's fire. You know as what well. I'm saying? Like, he's you, supposed you, to be in a fucking You become a real store. partner in a situation that's yeah, a real thing. Bro. And it's just, yeah. that's, that's the dopest thing. And I, I, you know, props to you because I know that you'll keep doing it. And I know it'll just keep naturally, organically growing into like, you know, what you're already talking about. I feel like you've already been manifesting it. Like, yeah. you'll be one of the, absolutely one of the people, you know, a part Appreciate of that group it, for sure. I just want to have a seat at the table, but I want to have a seat at the table, a meaningful seat at the table that, that's representing a lot of different people. You, you know will. what I'm saying? Because you to your point, man, like y'all putting in work, like, You've been putting in work for 20 years, bro. So that means that when you was doing that shit, initially that shit was illegal. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And you could have lost your life yeah. for that shit. You yeah, know what I'm saying? But now look at this opportunity, oh, bro. We knew that. Yeah, you knew. Like, I mean, if you, uh, yeah, no, yeah. I didn't. that used to be the convo. Three-year minimum mandatory over 99 plants. So just know. <laughs> I'm yeah. going down, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, we used to always say, man, if it's over seven, we're going to South America. Swear <laughs> the Did fuck you, out of here. Did you ever have people in your ear and shit when you started first saying, hey, this is what I'm going to do? Like, like, I was like what? bro, don't, you're going to fuck everything up. Everybody. Man. My, my financial advisor, uh, funny story, my financial advisor with me, my, so I had my first financial advisor made my first three years in the league. And then I got this new guy. He's with me the 14 years straight. And when I got in the weed and I started telling him I wanted to do this and start putting my money up and start putting a couple million into it, he was just like, I can't do this. He was like, yeah. he's like, I'm not going to jail for helping you like learn the money and shit like that. He couldn't understand the concept of it. He just it didn't make sense to him. You know what I'm saying? And he literally what, dropped what? me as a client. Like oh, 14 wow. years, bro. I was with this man. 14 years, bro. He sent, he sent me all my shit, all my logins, everything. It's like. <laughs> oh, so that So let's just start there, right? But then like, you know. Just you get in certain rooms. But I, I, you know one thing I will be honest about? A lot of times, like in the very beginning, it was a lot of resistance. But like maybe year two, I would say, you know, I would go to these different meetings and, you know, I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Like I knew I wanted to do cannabis, but to your point of like looking at other business opportunities. So, you know, you sit at the table and, you know, be five people, six people and everybody, you know, so what do you do? Or, you know, if it's one of those meetings, yeah, I'm out playing the league, blah, 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 in the cannabis space. And literally, bro, all attention to me, bro. Mm -hmm. They write just like, you in a cannabis space, what? What's going on? Well, they're going to be a billionaire and they're asking you bro, like- All they wanted the, to talk yeah. about was the weed or, and then the stories come out. Yo, I've been smoking since I was 11. I've been smoking since this. I've been smoking, yeah, I smoke, I sold weed through college. That's why, I, you know what I'm saying? Like all these- <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> all these stories started coming out, bro. So like, like I said, so at the beginning, like the biggest resistance was my financial advisor. You know what I'm saying? Like him going through all of that. 
But after that, rather like year two, bro, I became the life of the party. Like every time everybody wanted to hear more, hear more, hear more, hear more. And, you know, that's kind of, and I don't, and I always say like, I think that's why I have a lot of success in regards to like breaking the stigma, you know, cause you know, a lot of these cities and other, you know, in other states, you know, they're left to like, you know, community leaders are like deciding if cannabis will be allowed because they run the church or they run the whatever. Right. So, you know, I may go follow the, you know, CEO from one of these bigger companies that he gets to meeting with them and they're like, get the hell out of here. But then I come in and, you know, I tell my grandmother's story first saying like, she's just like them. Right. And then I also start breaking down to them, you know, the uh, generational risk that uh, financial risk, um, generational wealth by denying this opportunity, our community. You know what I'm saying? Because number one, it's going to be in the community anyway. Right. It's coming. Right. And why wouldn't we have ownership in that? You know what I mean? Why are we, we already mad as hell that the Chinese men uh, got the Chinese restaurants and, and the <laughs> bodegas and the, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like this is an opportunity for us to, you know, get in early enough where we can dictate, you know, who put these stores in our communities. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so well, when I talk to them, like, like from that, they're yeah. like, oh shit, like not with shit, but you know, they're like, wow, we didn't think about th- it that way, you know, because when I say generational wealth, like we know this is going to be a multi-trillion dollar business, mm-hmm. just like any of these other, you know, liquor and all these other things. And, you know, why wouldn't we want to have an opportunity to participate in that, especially when, you know, cannabis destroyed, you know, people of color's community mm-hmm. at the rate that it did. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's something that we cannot deny. You know what I'm saying? Like that's documented. Right? Yes. So how do we right some of those wrongs, mm-hmm. you know, and I, especially in the cannabis space. And I think it's by giving or allowing opportunity for people to get these licenses, but then also having proper programs in these social equity programs that will um, give them the guidance to be successful, mm-hmm. right? Because it's just like you give somebody a license, but they know nothing about it. They're going to fail, right? And of then you course. have to sell it for pennies on the dollar. And then to me, like when you say social equity, to me, that means a social is an equitable opportunity, Mm-hmm. Right. So give these people the proper support. You know what I'm saying? And that's when I'm talking about some that's more of the government. Right. And they try yeah. to make it. They try to put it on the MSOs. Of course. Like, yeah, they got to send the money or they got to spend the time. But mm-hmm. come on, bro. Like, that's not who they are. Exactly. They, they, it ain't even in them spiritually to like want to help someone. Right. Yeah. They, they're killers. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So it's just like, so just when you see some of that stuff and, you know, there are like, you know, now that I've been in the space and meeting some of these companies, like there are some that aren't like that. Right. But most are, you know what I'm saying? That's just, and you know, they have shareholders and they have all these other things that they gotta, they gotta look at, look after, you know what I'm saying? So maybe they're not that bad, but that's just what it is. Mm -hmm. Right. So my point of like, you know, being the person that's delivering the message you know what I'm saying? I just feel like I get a lot further, you know what I'm saying? And to your point of it just being very authentic and like, mm-hmm. I'm really doing the shit every day and I could give you stories and I can literally reference you to different brands of people or, you know what I'm saying? Or I know people that is really helped. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I could check all those boxes. So, you know, that's why I think it's once again, it's just like super important to just keep doing what I do regardless. And I think that that's one of the reasons why this is something that I'll probably be in for the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think this is like a lifetime advocacy play. You know what I'm saying? For like the people that don't have a voice. Yeah. Or the beginnings. 
You know, and you and you've been you're a true pioneer at this point, bro. No doubt. Straight up. With arrows and all yeah. that more back. Straight up. How many other people <laughs> coming from outside businesses can be like, oh, I know what it's like to be in a grow house? Like a real grow uh, house. Just and, even the stories, like would you yeah. just just you know, you saying that with you and JR and all this stuff, like that's just crazy to me that like, you know, that's really you came in on like, you know, the traditional end of things and like then you had to make it make sense, you know what I mean? Yep. You 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 know, put your team and, you know, built it up. Like, like you said, four people was the, you remember back then. That's, that's crazy, bro. Cause that's how it is. And it's just insane. Now it's, you know, over 120. We're looking at a ton of SKUs here, like great product. The merch is fire. Oh, Thanks, bro. I'm going to need one of those hoodies bro, for sure, you. man. Look at the brand. I the other one, I'm like, man, I need one I of them you. too. Nah, it's just dope though, man. And like oh, to hear you talk about it and then I'm smoking the product too. Yeah. It's like, no, no. And well put together. What what's the future like for you guys? Like what you guys looking forward to the most next yeah, year? I think uh, next year is just expansion. So we got uh, so we're doing like some white labeling partnerships. So we're actually going into like eight markets next year. So I need y'all to pray for it. Wow. Where we going? We got Jersey. Huge. Uh, well, first we got Missouri's coming up next, like uh, top of the year. Uh, we got Nevada. We got Arizona, Maryland. Jersey and Massachusetts. Wow. So we got all those all great there. markets, bro. Yeah, man. Just like people that love weed, you know what I mean? And look, if you're in any of those markets at all, check him out for real. Yeah. Viola. Like, you know, if you don't know, be on the lookout because those are emerging markets too. Yeah, so it's something that you mentioned there. Like that's, that's just new. Dope. This is exciting that damn, you're actually gonna get fire product, yeah. you know, and have access to it, you know. And he knows the strains, like, and I like know. the vibe system, man. Thanks, bro. <laughs> for real. People need What's your that vibe? shit. That's our thing. What's yeah, your it's vibe? like the you know, yeah. we have friends to talk about. It's like you know, it, it for people that don't know, like the the retail game is a lot different than like yeah, yeah. you know the other side, right? The traditional side. So it's like you gotta you gotta educate the consumer. That's what got it's all to, about. Bro. You gotta like, jump off the shelf. You know, you know you're the first saying? one. Like most people. It's not uncommon that it's their first experience coming in a shop and right. they're probably looking at your product and it's like, you know, what, what am I doing here? What? And then people yeah. can explain, even though, like you said, even the bud tenders, you set them up for success. Like, oh yeah, look, this is the vibe system. You would probably like this, right? you know, and it just works, man. Right, like bro. it's really dope for real. It's been well thought out and you can tell you've been doing it a long time. Thanks, bro. Cause like you ain't gonna hop in and have your shit looking like for anybody at home <laughs> and shit. Nah. Don't matter if you got money or not. I bet no. he could tell you that straight up. Like Take it time, bro. Yeah, it ain't gonna. <laughs> have you ever had some times where you're like, man, we might have to just call it quits? I would say like the yeah, I've had those days. Like I've had those what days. What do you do? Like, what do you do during those days? I'm just not a quitter, man. It ain't even in you. It's not a quitter, dog. I can't. Like, how can I quit at the all? I just lay down, right? It, dog. Lay down. It's just like, that's it. Can't, son. Mm -hmm. You can't. That's what they want us to do, right? You can't do I can't. I can't. So, like, yes, when I get to those low moments, bro, like, sometimes I got to just go by myself somewhere, sit down, just like, you just can't quit. You know what I'm saying? It's going to work itself out. Like, like I always say, like, in the beginning, like, we're doing God's work. You know what I'm saying? I really believe that. So, it's just like, I feel like you're going to make a way. Like we're just trying to help people. That's all we're trying to do. And to your point, like you got the medical side, but then you got the recreational side. But the recreational side, they're using it for a purpose. 
You know what I'm saying? Like they yep. have issues. They have different, mm-hmm. everybody does. You know what I'm saying? You see people that you think life is great and they go do something crazy. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So cannabis is like, once again, it's, it, it's, it's just the quality of life for so many different people. And, you know, the, one of the things I tell the people, the uh, p- preachers and all that is like, we're black people. Like we don't like going to the doctor, right? Cause, and I've been trained to go to the doctor. Like my mother always made me go to the doctor. In the NBA, you gotta go to the doctor. But since I've been retired, I go to the doctor, but I still hate it. Like I dread <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we're just so for some reason we're like that. You know what I'm saying? And I say like a lot of times, like the kids in our community that, you know, they're like, well, why does Tommy, why he won't stop smoking weed? Why, you know what I'm saying? But like, they don't know that like one time he's going through something. Right. One, you know, or maybe Tommy was at school. I probably call him Jamal. Tommy sound crazy. Jamal. Right. If Jamal, Jamal saw his homeboy get shot in school today, like got killed right next to him. You know what I'm saying? Like all the different traumas and different things that we go through. That's might be the reason why he's smoking weed, but he just didn't have a diet doctor diagnose it or for like people to understand or like the grandma to understand, like, you know, Jamal really going through something. But this weed is actually allowing him to cope. You know, like I know a lot of people that have told me straight up, if they don't, if they didn't smoke weed, they probably would have killed people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that shit allows them to close the world down, you know, and manage and, if, and deal with If you with go shit. to like pills or alcohol, you, there's a good chance you might. Yeah. Or any, like, or, it just like fuels it, it. Or kill yourself. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It fuels it. Yeah. It's like, Instead exactly. of where like, uh, you know, this depresses. is more like a, yeah, it's, it suppresses. Yeah. It suppresses. It does yeah. suppress, you know? Yeah. It's, I mean. And it also connects. And that's like, I keep, we keep coming up with that is like, it connects everything and everyone. It really does. I land in LA. Right. Coming in, what am I grabbing when I, what shop am I going to? Where am I going to grab some of your product? Um, so some of this process shows a lot of love is, uh, is Atrium, Elevate, Stizzy. Um, we got uh, NMD. A lot of people showing us love. Those some big but, shops. Yeah, but just you know, just go on one of the apps. You know, see what you would know. What's the closest store you could you know you could catch us? And uh, you know, in California, we had to do a little bit of a reboot. You know what I'm saying? I had a partnership that went bad, and that's part of the industry, as we know. You mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying shit be rolling smooth. You talk about man. all that shit lightly, man. You got a good spirit. Yeah. <laughs> For real, you got a good spirit. Thanks, bro. For real. Well, you know how some shit be going down. So you know, now we making some changes, going to a new you know cultivator. You know, what I'm saying trying to get our genetics there, and you know different things like that. So. Our stuff would be, you know, in the vibe system a little all over the place right now. But, you know, some of the stuff that we excited that's coming is going to be like Jump Shot OG, uh, Grandma's Pie, and Purple Lemonade. Those would be like some oh, staple like strings that we got coming. And then don't that forget, I, and then don't forget Iverson. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Okay. You know oh, that's big. Um, that's that, was, that was a big moment for us. Um, that's dope. Happy Chuck, you know, trusted me to do it. And uh, it's been amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like What's, his name is... is what type of strain you guys are doing? So with that, runs another runs cross. Some candy. That's what yeah, people candy. want. Man, yeah, Iris yeah, is on yeah, that candy. Yeah, yeah. For anybody at home, he's on that candy. <laughs> Shout out to him, man. That's right. dope as hell. Yeah. So, um, so and yeah. See, see, this is the platform I'm talking about. You know what I mean? That's yeah. bro. Yeah, got my boy. That's in, fire. Man. That's big hey, for the game. Like, it is, bro. On the you know the cannabis side, that's big, big. You right. know what I mean? 
And it just give and it, thanks, bro. It just give everybody something to connect to. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Real, like we doing what you're doing, man. Him, man. Thanks, yeah. bro. I will. It makes everybody feel positive about it because yeah. they see like, oh, well, he did this and it's going good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or whatever. You know, and it's it does break that stigma down from right. all angles. Yeah, you know, don't just give to up, see man. More success. Like, yeah, you can't give up. Real, this shit. You, right now, it is hard as hell for so many people, and you're you're inspiring, bro. Like thanks, you're a lot of people. For real. Thanks, dog. You know, that's that you love. can do it and have a smile on your face and shit. And like, <laughs> you didn't start like selling wheat. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. just like, that's more inspiring to me. You know what I mean? Like, right. you, you, you went on your journey and like, yeah. Still got to the fire. I kept still got to the fire. You know I what I mean? I kept it real with y'all, though. That's the reason why I was able to smoking. be successful. Smoking. Straight Thanks, up. Bro. Shit smoking. Where, so where, do, where do we find you guys, man? Yeah. So our Instagram is uh, at Viola, at V I O L A. Um, online, you can catch us at violabrands.com with an S at the end. B-I-O-B-L-A B-R-A-N-D-S dot com. You can find me at Al Harrington 3. They got me shadow band, so I haven't gotten an uptick Damn. in followers in like over a year, bro. Damn, like, I think everybody. One, not bro, I one think everybody. follower, bro, in over a year. Not one new follower? Bro, but you know, ever since you know how you open your page, yeah, you say yeah. a couple hundred, three, four hundred, wow. my shit ain't move, but you know, big shout out to Instagram. Big shout out to Social Club. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Got his shit going, and yeah. you know he's trying to pull us all into that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Which is dope. So hopefully Wait, we can get our own shit. You know so, what I'm somebody so got our name on there, shit. and they they're like, "Hit us up." Oh, <laughs> I was like, man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we like, change. Yeah, yeah, we gotta yeah. get we gotta get our shit situated. With right, a right, 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 right. Well, if you got that fire OG cut. And that fire OG, you better hit up big OG, OG, you better come correct though, because he, Please, bro, I he ain't playing about it. I'll put your name on it too. Like, Ooh, I want to elevate. Oh, I ain't one of those. I'm going to elevate. Let's push this Damn. together. Damn. Straight up. You got this dude thinking about it. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I got that's some shit. That's already good. That's <laughs> 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 as soon as we hit you with the next thing, right? As soon as we cut him, like, I got something for you. He's like, I got it right here. this one. No doubt. Nah, for real. No doubt. Well, shit, man. It's been awesome, man. Appreciate you coming awesome. by. Thanks Blessing for having set, me. This man. was fire, bro. Your energy's crazy, bro. And, yeah. And I, you know, for anybody that's lucky enough to meet you or smoke Viola, shit's dope. Like, it's coming from a good place. Like, the Thank brand's you, got real love, real energy, and real passion behind mm -hmm. it. You can just feel it. No so, yes, appreciate sir. you, man. And shit's looking smoking. forward to just seeing you at- Smoking. Uh, all the stuff coming up, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm at the party on the 21st, too. Hey, Make sure y'all leave my playing. name, man. Make sure y'all leave my it. name, bro. Stop Tell playing with that, man. <laughs> Tell them about the, the it. The family reunion, the 21st, man. January 21st. All the Patreon members. In and LA. all the past guests on the show, we're all going to come together. No competition. We're just celebrating life. And it, it, it'll be dope. To me, event. Every, flying in from all. My mentors <laughs> flying in from Colorado. The dude who taught me how to grow. Business partner from Washington. We got homies flying in from East Coast. I mean, it's going to yeah. be. It's going to be right. dope. Thank you, All bro. All the guests coming yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm going to be there. Hey, appreciate <laughs> you, bro. Al Harrington, <laughs> man. Viola. Legendary. Thanks, Episode bro. 77. Smoking. We out. Peace. Yo, welcome to the Diamond Mine. The DiamondMine.LA, California source for boutique genetics. Powered by yours truly, Blackleaf. And you know what that means? That means I'm bringing my best genetics into this. I'm bringing stuff I've been hiding, harboring away, stuff I haven't wanted to let out. We're bringing all that into the diamondmine.la and we're gonna offer that to California. Go on our website, hit the newsletter, and see if you can rock with us. Get on board with some of our genetics and change your garden. The diamondmine.la, powered by Blackleaf.